Before we start our next show, just wanted to say thank you for joining the Ishan Skeen community. You guys have been amazing. Thank you for listening, for learning, and for growing. If you like any, any episode that we ever put out, like, follow, share. That's the only way we're going to grow. So thanks again. And now, on to the show. Welcome back to another episode of Talking at Ishan's Game Podcast. We are back in our safe space. We call... Treetop Studios. Yes, indeed. We're back, guys. So, as you know, things is going on in the, in the world and stuff, and uh, we're still struggling. Um, I know I've been struggling when it comes to uh, videos and images of, of the atrocity that's going on at the uh, Gaza Strip. And... Um, and it's just been something that's been weighing a lot on my mind with the images and, and the videos that I've been seeing day in, day out. And I, you know, I try to stay away from it um, as much as I possibly can. But sometimes it's, it's unavoidable, you know, and it's just been, when I tell you truly horrific, uh, it's been absolutely something that I, I just can't stomach. You know what I mean? So we're just going to stay on this topic just to... What, what? It's, it's good to talk about it, right? Yeah. To, you know, release yeah. some of that um, anxiety and, and, and what you're feeling inside. So how have you been feeling? What you've been up to? Please share. It's funny you said to, to release some anxiety, but, you know, going into this episode, and I'm usually not feeling this way, but going into the start of this episode, I feel like my anxiety just heightened because I know what we're going to discuss. And I feel like, you know, just it's already on our minds. So thinking about it even more, I feel like the emotions just suddenly become heightened. Um, you know, just all the anger flowing and whatnot. It's been difficult. Um, it's been difficult for a lot of us. You know, me, other people are literally eliminating others from our lives based off of the simple fact that people have trouble speaking up because maybe it doesn't affect them directly or they don't realize how it may affect them in the future. So they choose not to speak about it because they are privileged enough to see it online and turn a blind eye and continue their day. Um, so I guess even to say that it's been tough is an understatement, um, but it has been and so many more emotions that I can, you know, go on and on for days. But I guess, you know, trying to get through this, um, keep on educating people through social media, it's the least that we can do. You know, we have, we have the access to it, so why not continue to spread the knowledge and have these conversations with people to shed light on what is happening? Um, aside from that, I mean, for the past couple of weeks, I've been organizing some drives, you know, from local to North Jersey, just to even spread awareness on the road. I figure, hey, you know, we have all these protests and we're posting on social media. Why don't we get together, fly our flag? At least people will begin to recognize, you know, hey, what's that flag? And then they'll start to see it. When they see it online, they realize, oh, what are we doing this for? So I can say in the moment that's been a little bit helpful but it's also difficult because once we release that and you know share that with the world at least in our paths on the road we come back home and it's like oh my god you know I'm not doing enough or I feel shitty like I just want to be there helping them and we can't do that and it's very 
troubling mentally. So that's definitely taking a toll on me and all of our community. Right. I mean, but in reality, you are doing a lot, though. You know, you are doing a lot. Um, I know it might seem so minimal and so minuscule, but to be honest, you you are doing a lot. You know, you think about that, man. The, the the time it takes and the effort to to make a drive and people show that's a lot. That's that I I think is absolutely awesome. Yeah, you want to. I mean, everybody wants to do something that it's so powerful that it changes the world, right? But it, it's, it's the little things, the little building blocks, right? There's just not one block that builds a building. The whole mm-hmm. bunch of bricks, right? And you're part of that. You're part of that process, part of that building awareness, building. I mean, yeah, I mean, in the in the last two episodes, we've talked about it, the effect that that first episode did, and it continues to do. Yeah, you know, it's just been absolutely amazing. So, man, you, you are doing a lot. Believe it, you you are doing a lot. There's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, like when you asked me, you know, before we even recorded right off air, like, hey, what's going on? And, and you know, when I'm up at a, at a at a get together and people are asking, like, "Yo, like, what's up? Like, what's going on?" I see a lot of this and a lot of that. Obviously, we talk about it for a couple of minutes. It's not going to be something that we talk like at a get together or a party, that type of thing. But yeah, the effect and the positive effect that it, you know, that we've had and you've had, you know, it's it's been absolutely amazing. So mm-hmm. I just want you to feel like, yeah, you're doing, man. You're you're doing and you're moving and you're shaking, and it's yeah. an having in a super a lot of people it's 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 crazy because it's like okay maybe you know i i understand like yeah we're doing as much as we can here but just continuously seeing these images online is it's difficult you know and we're lucky enough to to be here and be able to sleep at night um and do as we please and yeah like i guess we're doing whatever it is that we can but also knowing that it's day 24 and most citizens around the world are in uproar at these protests. I mean, we're really doing like record-breaking numbers as far as these protests go. And to know that the governments are not reacting like they should, or, you know, they're calling ceasefire and Israelis are not abiding by whatever it is that they're putting forth and voting on, it's troubling. It's troubling that they can get away with this over and over again. Aside from, you know, the last 24 uh, 24 days, in the last 75 years, how many war crimes have they committed? And they're not condemned for everything or anything at all. Not one thing. So to see that is very troubling. And it's like, man, yeah, we're posting on social media. Yeah, we're having these conversations. But what are they going to do to stop them? And they're not doing anything. I think, you know, as far as like educating individuals, I'm so proud of a lot of people. Because a lot of people, again, like I said last time, whom I haven't spoken to in years, or, you know, we may follow each other on social media, but that's about as far as the interaction goes. And I've been having conversations with these people because they're coming forward and they're asking me questions. So I'm like so proud, so happy that these individuals are willing to come forward and want to be educated and want to understand what's going on instead of saying, oh, this doesn't affect me. I'm just going to let it go and they'll figure it out. Or, oh, I don't want to lose followers, so I'm not going to get involved in this or post anything. Or I'm just going to post something neutral. Or I'm not going to post anything Palestine-specific. No, you're doing the bare minimum. And that's, you know, 
to tie into something I posted, I don't know if it was yesterday, today, or maybe both for all I know, because I'm so angered. Respectfully, we do not want people's sympathy. As much as I do appreciate, you know, people reaching out and saying, hey, I'm thinking of you, I truly do appreciate that. That's not what we need. You know, at the end of the day, one post may go so far. You don't know who it's going, whose eyes are going to come across it and who it's going to affect. And that's what's so important to us. Like, yes, we appreciate you reaching out and sympathizing with us, but that's not what we need respectfully, you know, with all due respect, like not even trying to be an asshole or anything like that. But whether you have a small following, a medium following or a large following, it doesn't matter if even just one person follows you. If you're posting one post, not just in solidarity with the Palestinians, but for basic human rights, for understanding, to educate, it's going to raise question amongst other people. And that's what we need. We want people to be curious. We want people to want to learn. So that's why that's so important to us instead of you sympathizing with us. Like, it's lovely and, all, you know, we really do appreciate it again, but we need the support on the front lines as far as like social media goes or standing with us at these rallies at these protests like that's going to be eye-opening to the government to know that oh my god you know all these people are not with us and although we are at those like record numbers and they do realize that they've lost this war as far as social media goes it's important to keep on it's important not to stay quiet it's important to keep talking about it and that's something that people don't realize it's already been three weeks and yeah Maybe people are tired of seeing these posts and they don't want to wake up and see a child's head blown off into pieces to start their day off. But it's like we have to prove ourselves, you know, it's like this is what's going on and you have to see it whether you like it or not. And if you don't want to delete me kind of thing, because that's the only way we're going to show people what's happening to us, the atrocities and what it needs to be stopped, basically. That's why we need to put this stuff on display because you don't understand the extent because you're so privileged to have a roof over your home and wake up to your kids every day or whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, no, I mean, when you said that like one post can reach so many people, it is just crazy because I, I, I just go back to that that episode and it's just the countries that I'm like, man, it's it's 30 countries already and growing. You know, like yeah. more countries. I don't know if they're listening to the full episode or or, or something. I'm, I, that you know, we really actually we could tell. We could, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we dig in real quick, but I just look at it kind of quickly and and go from there. But mm -hmm. you're absolutely right. Just one one repost, one whatever. You never mm -hmm. know what that effect has, and you know whose eyes is gonna come across it and stuff like that. So, like for example, like yesterday. Really, I wasn't on, on really on social media until later on in the afternoon, maybe when I got home or whatever the case was. I was just off it because I was doing my thing and, and just being busy. Yeah. But then once again, you know, I sat down and I started going through it and and and, and I, I guess seeing the pictures and the images. And I, I know I reached out to you and stuff, but for real, my I was just tearing my ass off because it was just like, damn. You know what I mean? I lost for words, lost for thought, lost for everything, and just being involved and just being human and watching. Mm -hmm. like, you no, know, there was one that I was just like, 
I just saw it for, I think it was like not even three seconds, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I, like I had to put my phone down and it just, I did not need any other, any other longer than that little segment that I just saw like for three, I think it was like three seconds. To, I'm not even going to lie. Seconds, but it was a uh, dude was holding his baby in, in the air and it was lifeless. You know what I'm saying? No, it's sad, man. Absolutely sad and, and, and crazy and the pain that people in the screaming. Obviously, I don't understand a word that they're saying, but you you don't have to understand the words. No. Right? Definitely don't. So, yeah, man, it's just been... And then, you know, obviously, just the connection between me and you is just like I, I watch. And, and if I'm feeling this pain, right, as just as a human being, you know what I'm saying? And then it's just like, I think in my head, damn, that must be times 10 when it comes to to you and your family and the people that, that, that you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely affecting us in ways I can't explain. And it's wild, like, this has been going on for three weeks. We're on day 24 now. It's nighttime over there. So, you know, the bombing is just nonstop, especially at night, you know, with the, the blackout. I know some connections have been coming back slowly but surely, but still, I can't imagine, like, going to sleep with your kids, not knowing if you're going to be alive, if you're going to be missing all of your limbs. Like, you don't know what the hell is going to happen. Imagine living like that. And that's what kills me about people here that don't understand, you know? We're literally fighting. And another thing I saw too, it's always been free Palestine, but at this point it's save Palestine, save Gaza, because that's their intent is to ethnically cleanse us. And that's always been their intent. I know I've said it before also that we accepted them into our land 75 years ago and they turned the tables on us and now they're killing us, but that's always been in their plans. And three weeks ago, I think it was 47 families where their bloodlines were completely gone because of these bombings. Now, as far as I think yesterday, it was at 825 family bloodlines completely obliterated off the face of this earth that will no longer exist. 825 is insane. And I don't think that people understand the magnitude of that. It's scary. It's scary for us as Palestinians just knowing that we're being bombed and we're being wiped out and these governments are not intervening like they should have a long time ago. Not even in the past three weeks, but in the past 75 years, no one has intervened and stopped this ongoing massacre. I think that speaks for itself too, you know, aside from governments not intervening, but this has been going on for 75 years and they still haven't wiped us off like they've planned to. That speaks volumes, at least for me. You know, my people are so strong and so resilient and they're doing this through bombings because they know that they're incapable of doing these ground invasions successfully. Bombing is just easier for them and Another thing is not to derail, but or be all over the place, but there's a lot of focus on Gaza because, you know, that's the most affected area. Like they're really going through it out there. It doesn't compare to what's going on in the West Bank, but there are atrocities happening in the West Bank. They've locked up thousands of kids, um, you know, just going into their homes, taking them, taking them off the street, locking them up. Why? Because they can. They handed out rifles to their citizens and these citizens are running around just killing people as they please because they can and absolutely nobody stops them 
right before we got on this too, I posted a video of uh, three women that are in Hamas um, captivity right now. And it's funny, I don't mean to laugh, but it's funny because Hamas is literally taking care of these hostages. Um, not only are they taking care of the, the hostages that they have, but they proposed a deal with Netanyahu to let all of the hostages go, and he declined it. So the video I posted was one of the hostages, one of the Israeli hostages yelling and screaming at their leader because he's the one that's causing all this mess. So for me, it's kind of hilarious that not only are we against him and his agenda, their agenda, you know, as a collective with the U.S., Biden, Blinken, uh, Netanyahu, all of these people, but their citizens are starting to turn on them because everything is coming to light. And it's sad that it's taken 75 years for people to wake up and see what's actually happening, but it is happening and they're definitely losing the social media war. Um, I've said it for years to my friends too and people that I know how the Israeli government pays their students to actually go online and troll Palestinians or pro-Palestinian people. And I've seen a few articles surface or a few people actually come out and make videos and say, look at this email that I got um, from the Israeli government proposing to pay me to go against Palestine and so on and so forth. So it's really amazing to see the narrative changing in our favor, at least from a citizen perspective. Um, you know, the USA and their endless support or whatever you want to call it to Israel, maybe that's not changing. Um, but I know that they're getting some pushback from the younger politicians. So that's also a good thing, at least, you know, with them caring and seeing what's happening on the news and all this bloodshed and whatnot. So it's good to know that they have some feelings, but it's still a battle that we have to continue to fight. And we can't do it alone. You know, we need more and more people to continue to get on board with us. Because like I said at the beginning of this episode, one post can cross eyes of someone very important. Or one post can cross eyes of someone who's quote unquote confused or doesn't know what's happening. And it'll educate them. And then they'll, that person will pass it on. So it's really, really critical that we band together and we start posting. We don't need your sympathy. We want your support because that's what's going to help, you know, shape things in a form of change. And not just for us, but in anything that happens globally. You know, I've been seeing a lot of news about Congo and the Congolese people, and they're facing their own genocide and Sudan. Sudanese are also facing genocide in different ways than us, but it's still happening right under our noses, right in front of our eyes. And we choose to turn a blind eye, which is not okay. Like that's how we allow things to go. That's how governments have control over us. They know that whatever they put forth or whatever they're displaying in the media, people are going to just take it and run with it because they know their citizens are gullible and lazy. And that's why they get away and do what they do. It's just the reality of it. Yeah, like, uh, you're absolutely right on everything you said, right? But, like, today I just wanted to keep, like, an open forum and just touch as a touch on a lot of topics and or, a lot, or whatever I've been seeing as mm -hmm. well. I know you had mentioned, uh, you know, people infiltrating and stuff like that. There was a video I came across. It was a few people. But in this case, I, I believe it was a, it was a young lady, 
I might be wrong if it was a guy or a girl, but anyway, it doesn't matter. She was joining the Israeli uh, military. The idea? Yeah, a couple of years back. This is not recently. This is a couple of years back or whatever. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, she was proud and, and the whole nine yards of being from Israel and all that good stuff, right? And uh, all of a sudden, when she went through all the training and all that, and she started realizing what the hell was actually going on and what they were being fed, mm -hmm. realized, like, this is this is crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so she turned... You know what I'm saying, and was just like, "Yo, this is this is wrong. This this is absolutely wrong." You know what I'm saying. So that effect that 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 you see some, and then she was young, right? So usually when it's young people that cause a, re a revolution, right? It's never the yeah. old. The old people love the way the old shit works. You know what it's I mean? But it's just it's just the youth. It's just the the people that are tired of 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 reading history and having history repeat itself and stuff like that. Those are the people that have the powerful changes, mm -hmm. right? Um, I still remember, I still remember uh, President Obama when he was uh, running for president. Uh, he used the internet. He used social media in order to win major areas and major key demographics where normally it goes, you know, it turns red instead of blue. Blah blah blah. But that was his strategy: is hit, you know, get the the young voters at that time, right? And mm -hmm. definitely because I was young back in the day, you know. <laughs> No, that was a straight, a great strategy. So my, the whole thing about you saying the youth and the young people realizing what's going on, they have the power, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, that was one video that I saw. The other video that I saw that was kind of, you know, back to your point of, man, you don't know what's going to happen, was the, the the two young kids sitting in the bed. And I, once again, I don't understand what they were saying, right? But all of a sudden they're talking and the little girl covers her ears the little boy covers his ears and they kind of put their head down yeah. and hear the bomb go off in the background mm -hmm. and sitting in their bedroom, I guess dad must've been talking to them or something like that. And that's a, yeah. that's an, a crazy, crazy experience to even think, you know, I mean, sometimes we sit here, you know, around July 4th and stuff and then they explode, you know, big M80s and you're like, Oh snap, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, just, I can't even fathom just thinking an actual bomb that probably yeah. maybe less than a mile away, mm -hmm. you know, this sister and brother and their dad are sitting in their bedroom, just, you know, just close your eyes because you never know. It, it might be us, you know, that is and absolutely horrific. I, I know you don't understand what they were saying in the video, but in that one specifically, uh, once they covered the ears and the bomb went off. The dad actually told them count up to 60 and cover your ears again so it's sad like they know you know that it's going to be one minute intervals before the next one hits you don't know if it's going to hit your house and that's the last time you see or speak to each other you don't know if you're going to be stuck under rubble and nobody's going to find you you don't know if it's going to hit your neighbor's house another family member how far it is what's going to happen next and it's literally like a countdown it's like they're facing death in the face or, well, yeah, I guess, you know what I mean? They're facing death and it's like, they're just accepting their fate, you know? And it, it's sad to think that way, but a lot of these people, that's why their faith is so strong. You know, you hear people saying Allahu Akbar all the time, which mean God is great or, you know, he's the greatest, he's above all. And I've seen so many people comment on that, like, wow, 
you know, they're going through all of this. And at the end of the day, their faith is so strong. You know, they're walking around like they can handle anything. And it's so like inspiring. It's wild. It's really wild to see like those kids in that video you were describing, you know, yeah, they're covering their ears from the bombs, but they're still together and they're still smiling regardless of what's going to happen next. Right. And that was crazy. You know, you know, and I still remember what you said in, in, in another episode where the guy was getting a haircut and the little girl was putting makeup and stuff like that. Cause that's all they, that's all they found or that's all they had is just to try to escape that stuff. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, like I said, it's just watching these piles of rubble and, and, and people search for survivors and, and you're like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, you know what I mean? Like you have to be on another level of demonic human being, you know, to yeah. just see, I mean, honestly, I don't think they're watching because they don't care, right? Mm -hmm. But, but still, man, it's just to watch those images and stuff is, is just so, they like, like I said, the only words that come is crazy, horrific, all this and that, and you can use whatever word you want, but man, when it, it's just sad, it's absolutely sad to, to have people just moaning and crying because they know like brother, sister, son, daughter, whatever mm -hmm. might under that rubble. That's just something that's absolutely, you know, once again, you know. It's been horrific videos, man. I don't even know how to explain, you know, what we're feeling day in and day out, just seeing this stuff and not being able to do anything about it, at least in the physical form. You know, just knowing that they're suffering over there and we can't be there to help them. It's it's difficult, I think, you know, just going through this and watching other people post stuff. For me, at least, that's been the most uplifting, just knowing that people are starting to pay attention and starting to understand and how important that is. You know, I just I like to keep going back to that because it really is a critical piece to all of this worldwide. Um I don't know if you saw, but aside from them bombing the mosques, they've actually bombed two uh, Christian churches. And, you know, that's another big thing is that people worldwide have no idea that it's not just Muslims and Jews that live in Palestine. You know, there are Christian Palestinians there. We do have a population in Gaza. We have a population in the West Bank. And... I feel like that kind of was a trigger for some people to start paying attention because Christians, and I think it's specifically evangelical uh, Christians that support this idea of Israel. So I feel like that was a trigger for the Christian community to open their eyes and realize, wow, this is, you know, a, really a humane crisis and they're just attacking everyone and anyone who identifies as Palestinian, it doesn't matter what religion you are because all they want is the land for Jews only. And even in that same breath, like it's not all Jews that are for this. I know I said this as well. I think on the first episode that we started about this, the Free Palestine episode, that we have so many people from the Jewish community that stand with us. You know, there is a significant difference between Judaism and the idea of Israel. And I want to touch back on this because I feel like it's so important. You know, unfortunately, this gives a bad name to the Jewish community. 
when it's not all of them. We have many, many people in the Jewish community who support us. The idea of Israel is completely different. You know, that's why we call these people Zionists, because they believe that they should have a land specifically for the Jewish community and nobody else is allowed there. And they continuously go back to the Torah and say that basically, if you're not Jewish, then you need to be killed. But that's not, you know, that's an, another argument that the Jew, uh, Jewish community argues versus the idea of Israel, where they say that's not what the Torah says, you know. Um, but it's a huge difference and people need to realize that. And I'm sorry for rambling, but <laughs> I feel like I also want to touch base on two other things. You know, a key thing is they keep using two specific excuses for, you know, what they're doing or how people feel or people speaking their mind. And that's one where they say, oh, you're being anti-Semitic. But we cannot be anti-Semitic because us Arabs are also Semites. So that doesn't even make sense. And they're just spewing that consistently on the news or amongst each other to people who are not um, pro-Israel. And they're always like, oh, you're being anti-Semitic when that's not even a viable excuse. You know, they literally just sound dumb when they spew that out of their mouth. The other one is um, when they say, oh, we're trying to get Hamas because they're in tunnels underneath this church or this mosque or this hospital or this house. But I saw a video that said, if there was a school shooter in a school, when was it ever acceptable to bomb the entire school with everyone in it? And I thought that was a perfect example. Absolutely. That, that, yeah. yeah, that's 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 crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even if, like, let's just say, even if they're in tunnels and shit like that, mm -hmm. A whole freaking building. How? <laughs> Aren't they in tunnels? <laughs> They're coming up with the dumbest excuses. Dumbest. And it's driving me nuts that there are still people out there who will take this information, run with it, and say, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, how stupid could you be to not put the pieces together? So some, some people, once again, I, I go back to my, my days back, back as a, as a student when I was a young cat, you know what I mean? And it was time to do a book report. You ain't want to read the whole book. So you used to go to the library and ask the librarian for the cliff notes and it just gave bullet points. So people just love to be, they love living life through cliff notes. You know what I mean? Give me what I, oh, that, that's what it is. Oh, that's what it must be. Mm -hmm. but, um, you don't know anything. You don't know anything. You just took little bullet points and you, that, that was it. You run, you run with it and and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, that, you know, that, that's what it is, you know? So you're absolutely right. Cause it's, it's just been, a, I, I love the videos when the people go back and forth and yeah. then the points are just majestic, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just can't do anything but smile. You know what I mean? There was one, I can't remember exactly, but he was like, you're there smiling. And then the guy got, you know, the guy that I guess he was from Israel started he was like, I am not smiling or whatever the case yeah. is. Because he didn't know what to say. Like, my man just crushed his whole thing. And I was just like crazy. And the only thing that comes back to my head is, you know, it's just once again, it's just history repeating itself. Like, shit, you just got World War II. Nazi Germany did this exact same thing to you. Mm -hmm. 
what I'm saying? And now here it is, you know, years, years later and decades, decades later, you're doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. There was one lady that I came across a video and she was like, you know, my great grandmother, she, you know, she was in a concentration camp and stuff like that. And I just can't believe that the people that were there, people that came from that, from those people, or like, like you said, bloodlines, right? That you came, you know that, right? Because if your, your, your grandparents, great grandparents, if they were in a concentration camp, those are the stories you heard about the atrocities and this and that. So if you know that, for you to repeat that, that is like you know what they lived through. You know what I'm saying? That's mind blowing to me that there there can be such a divider, and usually that divider is. And it's not a thing, because I know you're going to tell me it's not a religious thing, but they use things from religious pieces to yeah. qualify what they're trying to do. So like another part of history, the Great Inquisition, right? The Spanish used it. If you're not Christian, you got to go. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It was, right? Anybody that was doing something, something that wasn't, oh, well, are you still there? All right, let me, let me talk to you. You know what I mean? And they would torture you or whatever the case was back in the days and stuff like that. And now it's just... It's the same shit. It's the same shit, and it's just like, damn, man, oh, my guy, open the history book, uh, book, and get some knowledge. And but people don't care. People like, no, just, just want to destroy the world and and say, you know, it was God sent, and everything is God sent. You know what I mean? Like, ugh, so, yeah, so. I'm sorry, but God ain't giving no land to no demonic people like that. So y'all could take that book and go somewhere with it. And it's crazy. I know you said like the whole religion thing. I guess to better understand it for people listening, um, it's not a religious thing for the Palestinian people, but for the Zionist community, yes, it very much so is about religion because they want to expel everyone and anyone that isn't one of them. Right. And they believe that they deserve the land because God gave it to them. And that's, right. that was exactly my point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The people, the people that that want to destroy or whatever the case, they'll use some about a certain piece. Once again, grabbing a cliff note and just yeah, running with it. But that's you know, it's it's crazy. I saw some posts, and I don't know how true it is. I still want to go back and research to figure this out. But I saw a post that actually said it's illegal uh, over there for them to take any DNA tests. And it's pro. I mean, if it's true, it's probably because they don't want it to come back, and they it shows that they're actually not from there, and it's going to show that they're from different areas of Europe. But I'm like, you know what? It's a perfect resolution. Tell these motherfuckers to take a DNA test, and whatever comes back on your result is where you need to be expelled to, and that's where you go live, because you sure as hell ain't from here. <laughs> <laughs> Was was that DNA shit? Uh, the, uh whatever. What's Ancestry. The, right, yeah. <laughs> the true Jews are gonna stay, but the other motherfuckers gotta go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's to go. Because oh, there's different. Yeah, we. I mean, before all this, we were living with Jews and we were living with Christians in peace. But then these fuckers came. You know what's funny? my language? I think I think you posted. Uh, you had posted pictures of Palestine before, and mm -hmm. it was. The 1920s or something like that. Yeah. It was these beautiful little towns and everything looked so nice and the streets, you know, cobblestones, everything looked nice. People taking pictures, well-dressed, looking cool as fuck. And mm -hmm. this was 
1920s, 1930s, early 1940s, and then all of a sudden, boom, boom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy. I, I was just blown away by those pictures. And I was just like, that's what's up, man. And all of a sudden, here, a couple of boats. Fucks mm -hmm. <laughs> Fucks up, you know what I'm saying? And it comes with no, Literally. Yeah. And it's just crazy because those boats had those people that, I'm not going to say the majority because I don't have I don't have the facts in front of me, but I'm going to say uh, some of them came from those concentration camps. That's exactly where they came from. It was post-World War II. They right. came from concentration camps. That's why we say, you know, like, damn, you didn't learn from your ancestry's history. It's so sad. And, you know, they, they have ancestors who are, like, totally against this. I've seen a bunch of old people from those days, you know, come out on videos and say, like, what the hell is this? This is not what we stand for. But then you have others who are literally psychotic and they're like, clean them out, kill them all. You know, they're nuts. These people are literally out of their minds. Why they're like that, I don't know. It's really odd to me knowing that their ancestors had gone through these same atrocities and here they are committing them themselves. Talking That Ish and Skeen podcast is now available on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcast. Say words, Skeen. Word to Big Bird. So now our show, me and Ish, you know how we doing it. Talking That Ish and Skeen podcast is now available on Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcast. No excuse. You can't miss us. We there, we everywhere. Say words, Skeen. Word to Big Bird. So we'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Peace. What's up, guys? It's your boy Skane here, back to let you know and remind you that my co-host Aisha has an amazing poetry book called Treetop Echoes. It is available now on Amazon as well as Barnes & Noble's. So if you're in the market for a new book, please pick it up. You will not be disappointed in this amazing poetry book. So the name of the book, once again, Treetop Echoes, available on Amazon and Barnes and & Nobles. Get your copy today. All right, so we're back. Um, one thing that I wanted to talk about was, uh, obviously, you can see it changed the background. <laughs> you gotta see that. <laughs> but, um, but one thing I wanted to talk about was um, the shit that really got me pissed off. Once again, this video it just pops up in my feed because I just, ugh. but is uh, um, and in the last episode I talked about it and I shared a clip with the audience about um, Congressman uh, Max Miller. Mm -hmm. And yo, I'm telling you, man, every time I see that fucking video, my blood just absolutely boils to the point that I. Like in my brain, I'm, I'm killing this man for real. Yeah. <laughs> That's the type of anger, the, the, the way he's just nonchalant and, oh yeah. It's just That's so how I, I get it. I feel that way about all of them when they sit here on TV, or whatever, and have the audacity to say some of the shit that they say, and you know, for us knowing that if we or anyone else if not being them, says half the shit that they see, they say, they would be torn a new asshole, basically. 
and the whole world will be up in arms like, oh, how dare they say that? These people get away with anything. They're literally getting away with murder. Yeah, it's just, and that was part of my, uh, part of the last episode where it's just like, you know, I, I just referred it to it, your place of work, like where you work at, right? And bring that point up to light. If, if nobody heard the last episode, it was just like some of the things that, that they get away with and you happen to say those things at, at your place of work. Mm-hmm. Like, just be, you be ass out of a job. Yeah. But and that's people- happening to a lot of people now. I literally just watched the video right now and it was... uh. Well, this guy, he was on live and he was basically saying, you know, be careful what you say in public statements. Um, He's a lawyer. And he was like, you know, even though this is what you're thinking and this is how you're feeling, sometimes you got to tiptoe around it, especially if you're like young, you know, and you're just starting out in your career, if you're in school, because they're really revoking scholarships from people. Um, They're firing people left and right for speaking their minds. And it's nuts. It's so crazy that you can reprimand someone and take someone's future away for them speaking on something that is actually making sense, you know, just because you don't stand with them or your beliefs are different. Like, what the fuck? What are we doing? What are we really doing in today's world? That's it. Let's imagine you're doing a book report about history or whatever, and Mm -hmm. you don't use no no facts because you know what i'm saying <laughs> imagine that doing a book report with no facts and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah i like the cover of the book book was nice you know i happened to walk by it and i just saw the book but you're not using any facts because you can't you know what i mean because like you're saying if they're revoking this and revoking that for you actually paying mind to factual events and, and making your own judgment and your own research to come across or come about um, an answer that you think is right, that you think is just, right? And you've been reprimanded because you're doing everything that you have to do as a smart human being to the, for the most part, you know what I'm saying? And you still get, you know, just say, nah, nah, we're good. We're gonna, you're not gonna work here. You're not gonna get this scholarship or you're not gonna mm-hmm. get that. That's mind blowing to me. I mean, let's be real. At the end of the day, why are they reprimanding people and taking things away from people is because it's control. You know, when you have a controlled society, you have a controlled narrative. And if they can control that narrative, then they can get away with whatever it is that they want to commit. And that's really the basis of that. So they're going to do what they want to do as they are doing now. But the one thing that we have over them is that people are opening their eyes. And that's why people are speaking up so loudly the more and more people that you get to speak up and you get to stand their ground, the more effective you're going to be at the end of the day on the side of the oppressed. Right. And that's really the fight here. Yeah, it definitely is. And the fight will always continue. Right. And hopefully, you know, something comes about soon, man, because it's just, it. you know, obviously every time you have a struggle like this, it always seems to get worse before it gets better. Oh, it's going to get worse. I was uh, watching some stuff and now you got the Israelis bombing um, South Lebanon and some people are saying, oh, they're doing this, you know, back and forth with Hezbollah because they're trying to entice Iran into a war. And I don't know. I just, I really believe that World War III is going to begin. And for those that are not paying attention are going to be surprised when they actually are affected, unfortunately. And that's the scary part, right? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. 
what was it earlier last week? I believe it was, maybe it was Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe something, something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, China deployed what, six battleships? Um, I, so I saw that, I was talking about that and I don't know if that necessarily has anything to do with this, but I also watched another video. One of my cousins sent me and ultimately it's like, they're trying to create this like new silk road. Um, I guess like a trade route and that there's like behind the scenes involvement of multiple countries, China being one of them. So I feel like throughout this, and I'm not saying China is, I don't know, there's a lot of pieces to this puzzle, but I feel like throughout this battle and this genocide, um, there are going to be a lot of moving parts from different governments, and there are going to be a lot of different reasons behind them. So although maybe one government is showing solidarity with the Palestinian people, it may not be for just reasons. It may be just, you know, them doing what they need to do for the benefit of their country in this initiative in its entirety. Right. And it's always been like that, right? What's mm -hmm. up? I mean, I'm, I just go back once again to history and I just look at, at all these, you know, fake type of uh, collaborations, I guess, for mm -hmm. lack of a better word. Um, you know, France is going to back England. Okay, why? Because they they see that Spain is controlling, and they were like the, the great Christian empire and all that. And they and France wanted to be sort of, for lack of a better term, in bed with the Pope and all that stuff and blah blah blah. So there's always these collaborations and stuff like that that goes on. Or it can be an excuse to get into something and make it bigger and say, hey, this is what it what it needs to be, right? Yeah. Just like I said, I've always said. And history kind of shows it, you know, when the U.S. was looking for an excuse to get into World War II, you know, and that's what it was. They, they needed an excuse. Pearl Harbor was the excuse. And then next thing you know, they're in the war and making a lot of money. And that's when the baby boom generation took off right after the war. You know what I'm saying? So it was all money driven and, and it could be something like that, which is scary. Because mm -hmm. that's that's the other thing I was thinking. All right. In, in the back of my head, I was like, all right, U.S. supports Israel, blah, blah, blah. It might come to a, a, a fact, who knows, right? Because this is all chess, right? Yeah. And all this and that. And I'm saying to myself, well, Russia is the big, the other big superpower, right? Or one of the superpowers in, in the world, China is as well. And they can say, you know what? They got a union. Mm -hmm. So they'd be like, yo, let's back up. Let's just say Palestine. And now here here we go. And this is when the, all the rest of the bullshit starts as well, which it affects the people that are ignoring the events that is going on right now. Mm -hmm. And back to your point, this could be an excuse for another world war, you know, mm -hmm. when it comes to this. Because they, they always look for something to be like, all right, this is our opportunity we were waiting for. And then, you know what I mean? The Palestinian people get caught in between because, hey, this is the thing. And then the next thing you know, it's a whole big thing. So now you're absolutely right. Those are thoughts that I've always had in my head is like, all right, who are they going to use, unfortunately? Because that's what it is. In order to, you know, pursue whatever they're pursuing, whatever their agenda is. But yeah, that was so just something that I saw. And like I said, I don't know if it was true, but it was just, you know, like I said, you know, six warships and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly where in what direction they were going in, 
but that was the report and then you know. I, I did see that i actually posted it myself and you know just obviously as you go along you dig a little deeper and you find out new information and you're like oh my god your eyes just keep opening bigger and bigger and bigger you know until you see the full picture it's wild you it's endless it's an endless hole you know you keep digging for information you keep finding out more information you learn new things and you're like wow what the fuck is really happening in this world that i'm not aware of yeah but Crazy, it, man. the shit that you're aware of about is just assholes like max <laughs> god they piss me off so bad so bad man it's just like i i haven't i haven't seen a video like that in a long time to really get my blood like just you know what I mean? Where I'm like, yo, this son of a bitch right here, like, for real, that, that oh, yeah, it's, words can describe. No, it's it's definitely wild. I think that definitely ignites the anger too. Like, you know, at the beginning of all this and throughout over the years, it's always like sadness, like fuck, like I wish we can do something. But I think seeing videos like that and just watching all this stuff happen really ignites anger within you. And it's not that the sadness goes away, but you're just so furious with the way they're able to to say what they say and do what they do without any repercussions is mind boggling. So let me ask you a question, right? And this is just to educate myself, right? Because obviously every every newspaper, every clip, every this, every that is the Gaza Strip, right? Mm -hmm. Is there something there that that makes this the focal point? I know you said it, you know, it's a, it's the biggest outdoor prison. Yeah. Um, that yeah. is really the basis of it and the focal point of it. Yeah. But is why, that, why is it, I'm sorry. Why, why is it that Israel concentrates so much on this strip of land? I mean, I'm guessing that just to educate myself. Why? So, okay. The entire land for me, I call it Palestine. We call it Palestine. Other people call it Israel. And for these Israelis, when, you know, they did the massacre and all of that, but they basically pushed us into two separate sections. So they pushed us into the West Bank, and then they pushed us down here on the border of Egypt into the Gaza Strip. The Gaza Strip for the past 16 years has been blocked off, I think, since Netanyahu's um, leadership, since he became their leader uh it's been blocked off so for those 16 years it's been blocked off but <clears throat> within that is all palestinians and it's 2.3 million palestinians who live in that area so for them it's easier to wipe that out one shot without i guess having effects on their people it's all you know just our population so pushing us completely out of the entire land into this these two pieces they're controlling these two pieces here in the West Bank, yes, there are, you know, it's it's closer to like there are people and stuff like that. Um, they have the wall that separates us from them, kind of like how they wanted to do the wall between the U.S. and Mexico. Well, they have that over there, and that's what separates us from them. Um, but the Gaza Strip, that's why they keep saying, "Oh, go to the south, go to the south," because they want to ultimately push those people out of Gaza and out of our land completely, so that they can clear it out for themselves. But all in that same statement, they're telling them to go to the south and go into Egypt. They can't go into Egypt because it's blocked off. They bombed the border multiple times. So there's a lot of focus in Gaza because I guess ultimately that's where a huge um, 
part of our population is altogether cramped in. All right. If that makes sense. No, no, it does. It absolutely does. But another thought that I had in my head and just making everything so just simple for me to understand, right? And mm -hmm. when people ask me, I'm like, yo, imagine, imagine, you know, you own a house, mm -hmm. right? And I come to your house and you're gracious enough to have me in your house. And I come and I chill at your house. I eat your food, I chill. You know what I'm saying? And then as the years go by, I make it my own house. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I go behind your back. I sign over the deed or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? And now basically it's my house. And then, you, ain't, you ain't even signing shit. Right. You're oh, coming oh. You're coming over and then one day you're like, all right, you should get the fuck out. This is my house and all your stuff belongs to me. Ain't signing no papers because it's okay. That's what they do out there. That's that's right. I remember, I think there was a video you posted, or I don't know if I came across, probably you did. And mm -hmm. it was, hey, can I play with your toys? And he was like, yes, yeah, my toys. And that's the shit that I was just like, yo, that's just simple, simple stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. I've done it as a little kid, right? With my cousin, like, let's say he had a toy that I, that I was like, damn, I ain't get that. Mm -hmm. And then now I'm like, hey, can I borrow that toy? And he'd be like, <laughs> All of a sudden, he's like asking me months later, yo, can I get my toy back? I'm like, nah, you good. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's crazy, too, because it's like people will fight, you know, what actually happened with um, where they'll be like, oh, but the Jews were there. Yeah, they were there. And we were there, too. But these Jews are different. These are European Jews. They are not from there. There's a huge difference, you know. These are Jews that were displaced from the Holocaust. And you're really gonna come into somebody else's home and take it and do to them what was done to you is crazy to me. That shit just doesn't make sense. It doesn't sit right with my soul at all. Not, not only that, but other countries see this, right? Like if you if you take NATO or whatever, right? And then maybe you're be righteous and good and all that crap, right? And the United Nations and all that crap. And throughout the years, you you know you see it, right? You said what seventy five years, right? Mm -hmm. It's slowly but slowly, but nobody can come in and intervene and be like, "Yo, hold up, dog! Like you just came, it's not your land. Mm -hmm. They're being, they're inviting you to your land, so you can, you know, be amongst them and, and live in peace. But you here, here you come, and now you're trying to take over. Yeah, that should have been stopped seventy five years ago. Like, yo, mm -hmm. hold up. like what the fuck is you doing? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, get. I was going to say, at the end of the day, oh, it's all the fact that, you know, these governments, some of these governments are standing down and not getting involved because it's all coming down to greed, money, politics. These people have no sense of morality. They don't care about anyone but themselves, where they stand in leadership and how it reflects on them. They don't give a fuck about their citizens. Why would they give a fuck about us? You know, Biden don't give a damn about what uh, what we have to say. You see all these protests going on, not just in the U.S., but globally. And his dumb ass is doing interviews and making statements. He can't even see the screen talking about the United States stands with Israel. Sir, have you seen the protests? Maybe not because they're not airing it on U.S. television. But he should know that we do not stand with his ass he sees it he obviously he he don't watch no damn tv he knows what the hell is going on 
we don't stand with him or any other one that's uh, um, all for this. It's crazy. Of course. You know, but here, here's one thing that I, I was proud <laughs> of. The other day I was watching the English Premier League game. And uh, so sometimes you got to listen to the narrative, right? Sometimes you got to listen to the words that they use. So okay. and this, they were like, hey, um, you know, we're going to have a, a minute of silence for, uh, they said, the, I believe they said the crisis in the Middle East. They didn't even say Israel or Palestine. They just said the crisis in the Middle East for all the lives lost. That's been, a, you know, one minute of mm -hmm. silence, which I thought it was. I was like, okay, they're using different words. I appreciate that or whatever. You know what I mean? That's major. I, you came to my mind. And I was like, oh, I'm about to text you. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't because, and I should have, because the next thing, as the moment of silence starts, right, it was on the referee's whistle. So the referee blows the whistle. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's what? 80, no, it's not 80,000, about 40, 46,000, 60,000 or something like that, go silent. Mm -hmm. And like five seconds into the being silent, you hear one voice, free, free Palestine, real loud. And I was just like, oh, that's what's up. And then obviously you hear, shh, because it's a moment of silence. So yeah, the fact that he, he, it was a he, he said, you know, what he said, and there were a couple of yay cheers behind that. And then they all kind of calmed down because it is one minute of, of silence. I thought, damn, number one, the words that that the that the announcer, when he announced it to the crowd, changed. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then that just, you know, scream of free Palestine was was cool and received nice, but at the same time, like I hold it down. It's a moment of silence and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. So that was a proud yeah. moment. Then the other one was uh, Celtics FC. You posted it. I reposted it. And that was beautiful. That was yeah. Shout out to the Irish because they know what oppression is and they've always stood with us. For for sure. And that and that's the way it should be, right? If you know how it feels. Mm -hmm. And then once again, we go back like, damn, you were you were oppressed. You were millions of 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 European Jews were were killed, right? camps and all that stuff and here you come to somebody else's land who they open the doors for you and then you're gonna come in and just take over and 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 do this to them that that to me is mind-blowing and it's crazy but yeah. those hope that i kind of i kind of like and 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 that i appreciate you know what i'm saying because no uh, definitely so it's it's been awesome so far to see all these protests and and hopefully the narrative changes, the words that they use, you know what I mean? And yeah. little by little. And like like we said earlier in the first part of the of this podcast, is like, yeah, sometimes it does get worse before it gets better, but hopefully it gets better as soon as possible. Cause like you said, three weeks in and it's just getting more horrific and horrific and, and it's mm -hmm. just hard. No, definitely. I mean, hey, it's it's been difficult. It's it's getting worse and worse. These images are just like burned into our brains and it's all we could think about, but yeah, I mean, I guess things have to get worse before it gets good. And I do have hope. I mean, we are a resilient group of people. We are strong, strong people. We've made it this far and I could only see us making it further because of that, oh, yeah. because of our spirit and our faith. Like it's something incredible to see. And it makes me prouder and prouder, literally every single minute every second of the day to be palestinian like i i couldn't be prouder than i am i want to say yeah i'm very i'm very proud very proud very proud <laughs>
proud son. So the struggle continues. Um, like I said, we we've uh, hopefully we've changed, helped change the narrative, you know, through through our work here at this podcast and and the people that we have reached thirty countries. Like I said, has been amazing, and we continue because I get happy when there's another country and I'm like, oh man, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Hopefully, we're doing our part. Um, I hope we are in my heart. I hope we are doing our part. And I know somewhere, you know, as little as it might be, I think we are doing. So that is that is awesome. Hopefully um, we continue to do so. Um, one one person said one person asked me, hey, when when are you guys going to talk about other topics and stuff like that? And I was like, yo, right now, this is the topic at hand. You know what I mean? And it's just to me, it's just going to be a disservice to just jump into some other stuff without knowing, you know, what's going on. So if this podcast becomes a current event podcast, then so be it mm-hmm. on, on this screen, sharing the screen with me is she feels good and strong and, and, and happy to continue doing other topics. But as for right now, this is the topic at hand and I don't mind talking about it week in, week out. So until, I appreciate you. yeah, of course, until that flag back there, uh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be flying proudly anyway, but mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to, just having a, some type of peace, you know what I'm saying? Um, that that would be awesome. So last words for you, my friend. Oh, I feel like I, I went on a total rant and I let some uh, feelings out today, but my final words are really just, you know, again, we don't need your sympathy. We need your support respectfully. Um, post, have conversations, please, you know, keep, everyone in your prayers globally Uh, like i said before you know there are things happening around the world and we really need to start paying attention because one day things are going to affect you and you're going to be shocked when you shouldn't be you should be paying attention all the time um this is basic human rights you know it's not difficult to see what is at hand it's not difficult to stand up for this unless your moral compass is spinning not in the right direction then maybe you need to reevaluate yourself reevaluate your thoughts your feelings your ideas stop being so self-centered stop being selfish and consider other people because without everyone else in the world shit might just stop on you you know um all i gotta say save palestine save gaza save the world i love that and if you uh if you have that mentality like that dickhead max miller then fuck you and everything yeah. you um, that's something I had to say and get it off my chest, man. For <laughs> Miller out there from this country to everywhere, any any little corner of the world, man, fuck you, your whole mm-hmm. family and everything you believe in, for real. <laughs> that, that's okay. But until then, man, prayers uh, to the Palestinian people and everybody around this world who struggles uh, with oppression, man. Um, my thoughts is with you. My prayers are with you. And I'm going to continue to supporting this. That young lady over there as well, um, and checking in on you as much as I possibly can, my girl. Appreciate you. You guys are checking in with us every week. Um, we'll get better, stronger, and grow from this, and and become better human beings. So, guys, until next time, please, man. When I when I say I know I when we log off, we usually throw a little. I I usually throw a little peace on it, and I and I just don't do it for fun. I do it because hopefully one day, it truly means exactly what it means. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, guys, take care. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, on behalf of my homegirl, Ish, I'm Skeen. Um, Just peace, man. Take care. Peace.
Talking Aishan Skeen. Show you right.